The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. In the heart of a bustling city, amidst the towering skyscrapers and the ceaseless hum of traffic, there lived a humble automobile named Rusty. Rusty was not one of the sleek, shiny sports cars that whizzed by, nor was he a rugged off-road truck that ventured into the wilderness. He was an ordinary sedan, a bit worn and battered, but with a heart full of warmth and a spirit that refused to be tamed. Rusty's days were filled with errands and deliveries, shuttling passengers from one place to another, traversing the city's maze of streets and avenues. He carried families on vacations, students to schools, and elderly couples to doctor's appointments. He was a silent witness to the city's life, its joys and sorrows, its triumphs and struggles. But one day, the mighty automobile named Rusty, his life took a turn for the worse, but not at his own hand. Rusty was stolen by a criminal who had only his own life in mind and didn't care at all for anyone else's life or property. Shortly after being taken, Rusty was being driven by the miscreant at a high rate of speed and took a turn too quickly, rolled multiple times after hitting a ditch, bursting into flames, and died a fiery death. Rusty was no more. This little story is one that's played out every single day in America, as well as most other countries around the world. Your beloved car is taken from you without your permission. It's stolen or it's taken by force or threat in a carjacking. Regardless of the method used, over one million cars were stolen in the United States alone in 2022. That's a lot of cars. This episode, we'll be talking about cars being stolen. In one of the incidents, several of you have asked about something. Your wish is granted. Welcome back to Music City 911. Tucson Police, guest. Hi, someone stole my car and has my two-year-old son in it. They took off with your son in the car? Yes. What, yes. Kind, of, what kind of car is it? Ford Fusion. Blue. Ford? Blue. Do you, do you know the plate? I don't. But I know the plate of the guy apparently who got out of the car and stole it. Where did they take it from? You're, you're right now, is that where they took yes. it from? Pretty new, too. Yes. How did they take it? Did they have a weapon? No, um, my, my keys were in the car. I was out of my car. I stepped in my house for two seconds, and they just stole my car. Do you know what direction they left? Did anybody see? Yes. What direction? They went towards the back of the property. East. East. East down? How long yeah. ago? About five minutes ago. I called literally the minute it happened. The plate of the guy that got out of the car, out of... 
the other person's car and stole mine is um, CCY2761. Who is this person, that, that CCY, who's in that car? I don't know. It's some complete stranger. So somebody got out of that car and jumped into yours? Yes. A property maintenance man saw them get out of their, that car and get into mine. So you, you got out of your vehicle, keys were inside, and somebody just jumped in? Yep. I don't even know what the person looks like. Do you, know if, you don't know if they're male, female, nothing? No. I'm just more, I don't even care about the car. I'm just more worried about my son. And you said they left going towards the rear of the property? Yes, and my phone is in my in the in the car. I'm calling on my house phone. My phone, my wallet. What's your phone number? That's in the car. Uh, yes. Was your your? I'm sorry. It was your son. Yes, my two-year-old son. And the he, car is a, a 2013 blue Ford Fusion. Is your son in a car seat? Yes. In the rear? Uh, yeah, back, but he's forward facing. So he will have seen the person. He's probably scared out of his mind. Okay. What's your name, ma'am? Uh, Deborah Carmona Diaz. How do you spell your name? Is it D-E-B-O-R-A-H? Yes. You don't know your plate, right? I don't. Is the, pl is the vehicle in your name? Uh, no, it's in my husband's name. His name is Derek, D-E-R-E-K, same last name. All right, listen, I'm ready to get an officer to you, okay? I'm just going to see if I can try to find your, your... Is his last name also Camona Diaz? Yes. What's it? I'm sorry, spell his first name again? D-E-R-E-K. What's his date of birth? Uh, you said it was a 2013? Yes, 2013 Ford Fusion. Blue. It looks like I found your plate. Give me one second. The vehicle that they got out of, the one you gave me the plate for, yes. was it a Saturn? Um, I don't know. I don't know where the worker went. They left. They probably went back to the front office. Yes, please. Okay, someone's going to go get him for me. So you don't know what color the other car was or anything like that? No. Okay. You thought a maintenance worker saw that happen? Yes. I heard. I just heard them speed off, and I ran out here. All right. Officer's on his way to you right now, okay? I'm just going to keep you on the phone a little bit here. Okay. It looks like I found the plate. Give me one sec. You said it's blue? Yes, blue. Four door? Yes. Okay, are you in a particular are you an apartment number or is this a house or? Uh apartment. Okay. Yes. Are you are, are you in your apartment or are you outside? Where are you? I'm out, I'm outside right now. Okay. Where are you outside? In the parking lot? In the like, are you the rear or the front? In the front, in front of the apartment. Because I'm on a landline. Okay. 
Alright, like I said, there's officers driving to you right now. I'm also getting a description of the vehicle out to every other field officer out there, okay? Thank you. Thank you so much. That's alright. Is there anything else? You said your um, car was in the phone. Are there any weapons or anything like that inside the car? No. And just making sure they didn't talk to you, they didn't threaten you, nothing no. nothing like no. that? Okay. Nope. I don't know what they have. I'm, like I said, I don't even care about the car. I just want my son back. All the other things can be replaced. I just want my son back. I admit. What's your son's name? He turns three on. Okay. Listen to me, what we're doing right now is we're going to ping your phone, okay, which means we're going to contact the cell company and get a location of your phone. Thank you. What? Oh, I'm on the phone with the complaint. All right, so like I said, they're driving to you right now. We already got everything going. I'm just going to keep you on the phone and go see, see the car in, before we get there, okay? Okay. Oh. I never do this. Did you just run inside? Yeah, because we forgot something. I have to go pick up my daughter at, at school. My husband asked me to grab something. I went in to go grab it. Exactly. And like you said, you don't know male, female, race, and nothing, right? Okay. I don't know anything. Okay. My husband's at work, so, and this is our only car. Is that lunch? Okay. Okay. He didn't see it, anyone. Okay. I mean, he probably saw it. Okay. 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 Who are you talking to? Uh, oh, a, um, a neighbor who came out when I screamed because the, my car was gone. Um, she said that the maintenance guy is at lunch right now. So. Okay. He doesn't. This neighbor you're talking to they didn't see anything, right? No, they just saw the direction of the way that the car went. Okay. Is your husband there? Or? No, he's at work. He okay. works at the on South Country Club Road. Okay. Well, like I said, what they're doing right now is all the officers citywide. They're citywide where giving out the description of your vehicle, okay, so that everybody can hear in case they see it, and like I said, we're also going to get location on your cell phone in the car. Okay. So it's, so it's a good thing that your your phone is in the car. Yeah. With that, we can track it, so it just takes a little bit to get that information, but we're working on it right now. Okay. Yeah, cause who's, your carry, who's the carrier on your cell phone? Do you have Verizon? Uh, Verizon. Verizon. Okay. Yeah, it's a prepaid Verizon, but okay. it, it's still, it's a Samsung phone. Okay. So you should be and, able to... 
And the phone is on, right? Yes, yes. Where was the phone at? Is it like in the glove compartment? In the no, it's it's on the passenger seat. Okay. Same with my with my bag that has my wallet. Is there anything else in your bag, like iPad, anything like that, that can be tracked? No, my my son has a, a Amazon Fire, but I don't know if that can be tracked since it's not on. Okay. On um. On uh, internet. Okay. But it doesn't have like Wi-Fi, right? Yeah, no, it's not on Wi-Fi. Okay. Do you see the officers yet? They're all in the area. Yeah, they, the one just said bye. Okay. There, here he comes back around. What's happening is they're circulating in the area, so they may not make contact with you right away. Okay. Hi. An officer is here. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and let you go. All right, thank you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Cars getting stolen, as I said before, that happens very frequently. What's less likely to happen is for a child to be in the car when it's taken. But that does happen. I've even played one of those on the show before on an episode that happened a good while back. And that one even happened here in Nashville. This caller had loaded her two-year-old child into the car, started it, and then realized she forgot her laptop in her apartment and ran back inside. She was only gone a few seconds, and when she came back out, her car was gone. This happened in the 1300 block of South Cold Road in Tucson, Arizona, back in December of 2017. During the call, and shortly after, police flooded the area with officers, looking all over for the vehicle and the child that was inside. Around 10 minutes after the call was placed, the car was spotted. Officers attempted to stop it, but the driver refused to pull over, and police engaged in a pursuit. It was a shorter pursuit, and after driving for a little bit, the suspect got out of the car and ran away on foot, only to be caught a short time later. Police that had stopped with the vehicle immediately checked on the condition of the toddler, but when they looked inside the vehicle, the child wasn't there. They were clueless as to what could have happened to the two-year-old. Minutes later, another call came in to police. 911, what is the emergency? Hi, I found a little boy um, almost getting hit by a car trying to cross the street. He's lost and he can't direct me to his parents. Okay, what is the location there? I'm sorry, I can't hear you. What? Where are you? We're on um, 22nd in between Loma and um, Kolb at the Canine Corral. Okay, go ahead and stay on the line for the Tucson police. One moment. Okay, thank you. Okay. You're welcome. You have reached the Tucson Police Department's Emergency Communication Call Center. Stay on the line for the next available emergency call taker. Usted ha llamado al Centro de Comunicaciones del Departamento de Policía de Tucson. Por favor, permanezca en la línea para el próximo operador disponible. Stay on the line and they will be right with you, okay? Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Tucson, please, Brewer. 
Hi, my name is Kristen, and I'm at 6520 East Speedway outside the K9 Corral. Um, and there's a little lost boy that I cannot find the parents for, but he almost wandered into the street and got hit. But he's so upset, he can't tell me his name or where he came from. Okay, Matt, how old is he? How old are you? Are you three? No, like two and a half? I'm young. <laughs> Maybe three or four? I'm not okay, really sure. Okay, so I've got the address as 6520 East Speedway. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Uh, 22nd Street. 22nd Street. It's on the south side of the road in between Wilmot and um, Cole. All right. All right. Is he black, white, Hispanic, or native? White. Brown hair, wearing tan khaki pants and a black T-shirt. Uh, khaki pants. Yeah, it's okay. I got you. Okay. I got you. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. All right. And what's your name, ma'am? My name is Kristen. Last name? Benson. B E N S O N. All right. And a phone number, please. Okay. I have a call in place. All styles pre-owned furniture, right? How long have you been with him? How long has it been since you found him? Like 10 minutes. I, we're in a strip mall, so I walked over to the Whataburger place and down to the cricket store, and nobody is claiming him. He keeps pointing across the street, but... Uh, Okay, we're on the way, all right? So okay. just stay right. with me just for a minute. I want to make sure that they yes. find you. Absolutely. Okay, go. I'm so sorry. You got quite a scare, didn't you, babe? I'm sorry. Okay. Thank you. Police are on their way, so we're okay. Okay. Actually, if somebody wants to get them out of the car, that'd be awesome. Thank you. <laughs> get who out of the car? My dogs. Oh, okay. I was putting my dogs in the back of the car, <laughs> and um, I I heard a truck honking, and then a guy was yelling at me that my kid was crossing the street, and I'm like, it's not my kid, but he came running over to me. So. Oh, poor baby. <laughs> he got, I know. He got really scared. So. It was so good of you to stay with him like that. Oh. <laughs> I'm not going to let him just wander around. That poor guy. I mean, he was screaming his head off, poor guy. Yeah, all right. It's okay. I know, kiddo. All right. I know. I'm so sorry. Traumatic thing to happen to such a young little kid, huh? It really is. Yeah. We're almost there. Oh, there we go. Yeah, I see the cruiser pulling up. Okay. All right. All right. Is, is he getting ready to make contact? As long as they've made contact with you, you can hang up. 
He's walking up right now. He's five feet away from me. Perfect. Thank you, Kristen. Uh, Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye. I don't know why people decide to do the things they do sometimes. Deciding to become a criminal and steal cars? Fine. I'm not okay with it, but at least it's only a property crime. This criminal went next level in my book by putting a two-year-old toddler on the side of the road where anything could have happened to it. Could have been hit by a car, which, by the sounds of it, that almost happened. Could have also been taken by someone else with even worse intentions. Luckily, nothing bad happened after being taken out of the vehicle like that. The suspect, Anthony Garcia, was arrested and charged with kidnapping, child abuse, auto theft, and third-degree burglary. The child abuse came from him putting the child on the side of the road unattended. He went to trial and, unbelievably, was only sentenced to two and a half years in prison. That sounds pretty light to me for kidnapping and child abuse. The next one, it's even more involved. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Now on what's the address of your emergency? Hello? I got Jack. I told to my car. Oh, thank you, sir. 300 North First Street. What's the name of that business there? 
It's a car lot. I'm not sure what the name of it is. Rental car considered. Okay, he's gonna let me come inside while I can hear. Okay, that's fine. Did they have? Okay, yeah. Say they had any weapons? I did not see weapons. What did they They do? They just pushed me out. They just came up. Yeah, door open. I got three males. Excuse me, there. I'm in now. I'm here. Thank you, sir. Okay. Okay, I'm here now. You said it was three males? Three males, three black males, it looks like. A couple of them had on masks. Hang on just a second. I'm getting this sent up for you. Okay. And what is your name? Emerald Star, S-T-A-R. And your first name was, I'm sorry? Okay, Emerald, E-M-E-R-A-L-D. Okay, you're waiting inside that, that uh, business now? Oh, yes, sir. Then I'm coming in. All right. Well, I will get somebody out that way. Just wait here inside the business, okay? All right. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. The dispatcher's voice on that one may have sounded a bit familiar. It was me. A lot of you have been asking if I could play a call that I took part in, so there you go. This is a call I took back in February of 2022 that came in around 7.30 a.m., about an hour after I got to work. The caller was reporting that, while stopped at a traffic light, her car door was open and she was yanked out of her Dodge Challenger and thrown to the ground. She then saw her car driving off. If you notice in the call, I got all the pertinent information up front, but tried to focus on the car. Dodge Challengers and Chargers are and have been a favorite target for thefts and carjackings recently. They're generally fast vehicles and are pretty readily available. In Nashville, you'll see them all over the place. The Charger more so than the Challenger. Most of the time when a car is stolen, it's not to keep or to sell for parts like you see on the movies or in fictional crime shows. Unless it's a very high-end expensive car, it'll be used in committing other crimes like armed robberies or drive-by shootings. The location where this one happened was barely outside the main downtown area of Nashville, across the Cumberland River, only a few blocks away from the Tennessee Titans football stadium. Being it was so close to downtown, officers got to the scene very quickly and started looking around for the vehicle, but it wasn't found. About five hours later, as luck would have it, I received another call, one which took me a couple minutes to piece together. Now one what's the address of emergency? Hey, sir. It's not emergency. I tried to call the other number. You give it to me. Uh, nobody answered the phone. I just want to report something. Uh, I'm locked me. Somebody stole car. I'm very much sure this is stolen car. We trying to make the new keys. The car is running. I don't try, I don't make the keys for this car, but I want any police to go to see what's going on over there. Okay, so did somebody steal your car or what? It's not my car. It's somebody else's car, but for sure it's a stolen car. These people installed stolen car and he tried to make the key with the lost me. Okay, where are you at? Uh, the address over there is uh, now, where 600. You're where you're at? I'm going. I'm not over there now. Okay, is there some place you can stop before you go to the place where the people have the stolen car? 
I, I, I told you the address. I'm going to give you the address. He's sit over there. Yeah, I, I understand that you're going over there, but I don't want you to go over there to where these criminals are that stole a car. No, I'm not going over there. I want you two guys to go over there. I'm going away. I have the address. I just want to give it to you. Go check if this is stolen car or not stolen car. I'm very much this is stolen car because I see the plate number and the people use gloves to go around the car. And the car is running. So I think okay. he grabbed somebody because he has gun also. Okay, where is it at? The address is 600. 600. Merget. It's a M-A-R-G-A-R. E.T. Rob Street Drive, Nashville. Yes, Robinson Street. It's 37076. What kind of a car is it? It's in the apartment. It's a Deutsche Charger 2017. It's a gray. Gray silver like that. Is it a Charger or Challenger? Charger. Challenger. Challenger, so two door. It has two doors, not four. Yeah, it's a two door. It's a coupe. Yeah. You said the people there had guns on them. Yes, sir. How many people were outside of it? You have three people over there. And Are they white, black, or Hispanic? When I uh, black, all of them black. He covered his face very good, you know, with the head. For the uh, T-shirt he have had, so he covered his face. He used gloves around the car. It's very, very wrong. You know, I do this every day. This is very wrong. All right. And what was your name? And also the car, the car is running, and he asked me to make the key. I told him how you start the car. He said I started. I yeah, said how you start the car if you don't have key. Do you see the tag number on it? Uh, he have like tag, but it's it's very match. Like this is. He's got the tag for some different car, and he have another tag on the driver's side door. I just opened the driver's side door. The one more tag is fall down. I don't see the number on it. All right, I'll send somebody out that way. I don't want to. Okay. All right, thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. As I said, it took me a bit to figure out some of the things that were going on in that call, partially because there was a slight language barrier, but also because I had taken dozens of calls between the two of them. At first, I thought he was trying to report his own car stolen. Then it became more clear what was happening after the caller explained further what had happened. When he said the car was a gray Dodge Challenger, I sat straight up in my chair. Then when I asked about who was around the vehicle, and he said three male blacks, same as the information given on the suspects from the first call, I was pretty positive that was the car we were looking for. The Dodge Challenger that was stolen had a push start instead of a normal key. The suspects called a locksmith, hoping he would be able to make a key for the vehicle. When he was there, he noticed guns in the car and a second license plate in the vehicle. Even the locksmith knew something wasn't right. Their story didn't make any sense. Police were dispatched and believed these suspects may have been the ones involved in other carjackings and crimes in the city. Knowing that they had guns, they took extra precaution with this. And because there were more than one suspect, just a couple police officers were not going to be able to get this done. Covertly, on adjacent streets, police quietly surrounded the area, unknown to the suspects. When I saw what was starting to take place, 
I notified a supervisor and immediately volunteered that if there was a command that was set up, I wanted to work on that radio since I already had so much involved with this. And they did set up command. I don't have the radio traffic for that, but after setting up viewing positions on the suspects, getting more officers, including K-9, SWAT, and even our helicopter set up, officers converged in, and after chasing all of them for a short distance on foot, all suspects were in custody. Three total were arrested. 19-year-old Kayana Cox for the charges of unauthorized use of a motor vehicle joyriding and misdemeanor evading arrest. 20-year-old Wendrickus Stevens charged with two counts of carjacking, two counts of theft of over $10,000, one count of misdemeanor evading arrest, and one count of possession of a weapon while under prohibition. He was arrested again a short time later after making bond for another count of attempted robbery. 20-year-old Dewan Gadsden was charged with a count of theft under $1,000, weapons possession, theft over $10,000, and also misdemeanor evading arrest. Dewan was not the lucky one out of the crew, though. On March 24th of this year, Dewan was inside a Sitco gas station in the 3900 block of Clarksville Pike. When he walked to the counter, another man by the name of Thomas Maxwell, 24 years of age, walked up to him and shot him. After Dewan fell to the ground, Thomas stood over him and continued firing. Police responded when the clerk pressed the button for the holdup alarm and ended up catching Thomas walking out of the business with two guns. He said that Dewan had robbed him and severely beat him in the previous February, the same month that he carjacked the first caller, and when Thomas saw him, he shot him in self-defense. That's what his story was anyway. The security camera showed a different story, which had Thomas walking up to Dewan with a gun already drawn and pointed right at him. Thomas was arrested and charged with criminal homicide. I don't want crime to happen to anyone. I certainly don't want people getting killed either. But just like if you were a crab fisherman or a logging worker, you know that it's a dangerous job when you start. You know the risks. If you delve into the criminal underworld, there's a good chance that you're going to get hurt or killed. That's what happened to Dewan. Likely a revenge killing. Say no to crime, kids. You'll end up in jail or dead. That's it for this episode. Hope you enjoyed listening. I have a feeling that there may be a bit of chat going on over at the Music City 911 discussion group on Facebook for this episode. If you haven't joined up yet, head on over there and get in on it. And speaking of that group, most of the people who have asked if they could hear one of my calls, they did so there in the group. I've also seen some random comments about something else that I won't say directly here, but I'll say that I have a nice surprise that will be happening in the very near future that I'll be releasing there, and I already have released that surprise on Patreon. If you can't wait the couple of days till I let everyone know what it is, jump on to patreon.com slash musiccity901 and have a look around. 
Be sure to continue sharing the show with anyone you think may enjoy it. And keep on with the five-star ratings and reviews. I always enjoy reading those. Until next time, for Music City 911, I'm Brandon, and y'all have a good one.